Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, I think this is going to be a show where everybody's going to run out of, (laughs) they're going to run out of paper taking notes tonight, Brian. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I got my pen and pad ready. (laughs) You know what? How many of us are actually prepared for uh, events? Uh, We we hear about the athletes that are always, you know, they're they're physically fit and they're out there running and and the coaches are, you know, yelling at them to do this and to do that and to eat right. But, Brian, what about the ones that are not mentally prepared for the things and the obstacles that they're going to go up against? Yes, yes. You know, I agree. You know, Greg, you and I, you know, we're avid sports fans. You know, we used to coach uh, peewee football uh, a couple years ago together. And one of the things that, you know, that I know I saw and experienced in that coaching was that a lot of the kids just didn't know how to mentally prepare for a game. You know, they would just look at the other kids that they saw, you know, playing on the other side of the field, and that would get them excited or whatever you know and a lot of times we'd have to either rev them up or try to you know calm them down because some kids would be too ready and some kids wouldn't be ready enough mm-hmm. you know and it's sort of that fine line that fine tuning that you know doesn't go on as they get older and they get older into the sport you know there's nobody there fine tuning their mental state mm-hmm. you know that's why i think tonight's show is going to be a great show because we have with us a mental tuning coach. <laughs> but you know what, Brian, another thing, too, not only is it just for sports, it's just for a lot of different uh, situations that, that you're going to come up against in your life. And, Brian, you know, when we coached, we had a lot of kids that, that we felt that had to do, we had to do an attitude adjustment with them. A lot mm-hmm. of them would be angry and didn't want to practice, and they didn't, but they loved the sport. But, we couldn't figure out, and they couldn't figure out why they were angry or why, because this is something that they love doing, and we love coaching them. But sometimes, Brian, they just they just mentally, they were not there. And we know that they're kids, but guess what? You have kids and uh, guys in college and in the pros. You see the pros, they're making millions of dollars, but they're out there on the court doing stupid things. You yes, see them off absolutely. of the field, and they're doing things that you like, are you kidding me? You're going to blow this opportunity. But, Brian, they're not mentally prepared. They don't know what to do, and a lot of their coaches don't know you know, how to uh, deal with them. But tonight we have someone that's going to answer all of those questions. And for all of the athletes out there that are listening, please take a pen and a pad, write the information down, and if you need to, you can contact our guest. He, he's open to uh, reaching out and helping anyone. If you want him to come to your university or your athletic association or whatever you have and you want him to come and speak, hey, contact him. We're going to give his information out. This is an opportunity. And I guarantee you, you're not going to hear this, what he's going to say tonight. You're not going to hear this out in the open. This, this is something new. And we say it's yeah, new because we know that a lot of people have never been mentally prepared they're not prepared, Brian, but a lot of them, hey, they will be prepared after tonight. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and introduce our guest. 
Tonight's guest is Mr. Michael Cooper, and he's a dynamic speaker, teacher, trainer, coach, and consultant. And his purpose is to enable you to find out how you can become more capable in your chosen field of play. He is dedicated to lead athletes and coaches on their path to mental, physical, and spiritual transformation, both on and off the playing surface. Mr. Michael Cooper. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me tonight. Thank, Thank you for, for joining along. us. Thank you so I'm much. I'm excited. Yes. Brian, I was talking with Mr. Cooper just last night, and I want to jump into this one. It's the hottest topic that's out there right now, Tiger Woods. We know that uh, golf is such a, a concentration sport. You, you have to focus. You have to focus when you're out there on the court, out there on the field itself. But now that he's got all these distractions, he's never had anything like this to happen before in his life. Michael, how in the world will Tiger uh, be able to play and going through all of this? And also, what in the world is he thinking right now? <laughs> that's that's some great questions and you know one thing that we all have to understand and be aware of is that you know Tiger Woods from the time he was born he had a mentor a coach a trainer uh, um, just somebody in his life which I'm referring to his father who taught him how to use his mind you know we have these intellectual faculties these mental muscles if you will and See, you don't learn these things in school. We don't learn how to think in school. We're taught what to think. But Tiger Woods has learned how to think and use his mind and direct his mind to ends of his own choosing. And one of the key things that he has, which most athletes are missing, and it's not just athletes, because if you're not an athlete, you're definitely an athlete in the game of life. So what's missing, what Tiger Woods has, is he has emotional intelligence. He is able to control his emotions. He is able to focus, and one of our intellectual faculties is memory, is, um, is will, sorry. And will is our ability to focus and to keep focused on one end in mind to the exclusion of all outside influence. And he's, he's just very, very good at doing that. So by him able to use these faculties that he's had growing up with his father, he can make choices now that are going to reflect what is going to happen in his life. See, one thing that we have to understand is that we choose our thoughts. Okay, we choose these ideas. We choose what we decide to do and how we decide to act and behave. And from that, it's going to cause these results. So he did some things now that obviously produce some results that aren't so positive. And I think he's handling himself very well. He's keeping it to himself. He knows how to handle and move himself forward in the direction in the goals that he wants to achieve. Mm. You, know, you know, one of the things that um, that I thought about was, you know, and this is in, I, I don't want to sort of vilify anybody here, but the whole Tiger Woods situation, it was, to me, it seemed like a lapse and mental judgment, you know, because and and part of that is the ego that most athletes get when they attain a certain status. Now, do you believe that maybe he thought, and you know, and I'm, of course I'm speculating here, but maybe he just thought that, you know, hey, I'm Tiger Woods. Well, you know, you have 
what we have to understand too is we're constantly bombarded by outside influence. So, you know, we have our five physical senses, what we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. And when we solely rely on our outside influences to control our thinking, our emotions can be all over the place. And there's a lot of temptation out there in this world that we live in. So as, I mean, he has such a marvelous capacity to direct his mind in the areas that he wants to go, but he's human, just like he said in some of these um, interviews and things that he's been in. So he is a human being, and he is constantly, he goes and he travels. And when you get yourself, and that's a big problem you see with all athletes, especially when you go into the professional level, where they come into, they have this money, they have women throwing themselves at them, they have... Um, you know, all they they just get exposed to so many different outside influence, and fortunately for him, I mean, he does have such a intelligence with his emotions to control them, which is why he's not going out of out of sync right now with where he's trying to go. But at the same time, you have a lot of athletes that don't have that, so you see them getting in trouble off of the playing surface, and what they're doing off the surface is also reflecting what they're doing on the playing surface. So a lot of times you have athletes that they think that they have these two separate lives, like what they do on the field, I'm going to go out and I'm going to perform, I'm going to be a champion today. And then here you go off the field, and ultimately what we all want and what really matters most is results. You know, we want results. We want better relationships. We want improved career. We want more money, have better health. We want to be the, the top performer, the MVP. We want to be Super Bowl champions, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand what is the primary cause of these results, you know. And when I had my mentors come to me to teach me what your primary cause of your results are, you know, if you're a, uh, an athlete, you might think that the primary cause of my result is me being able to be a top performer on the football field and, be, and me be number one, me be faster than anybody else or stronger, more powerful. Um, and, you know, taking it off of the athletic arena, maybe even like a salesperson, you know, you ask them what they're – primary cause of their results are, and they may something like say something like uh, product knowledge. Or you get an owner of a team or owner of an organization, they may say their primary cause of their results is their ability to empower and, 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 and motivate and, and share their vision with their team. But really the primary cause of the results is our attitude. And I don't know about you, but when I first heard that, it was a pretty simple but a very disappointing answer for me because I've been told that all my life. It was nothing new. I was waiting for something new to come to me, like to, wow, I, I mean, this is a breakthrough for me. But attitude really is a composite of three things, and we need to understand what these things are. Because if we don't know what attitude is, how can we inspire someone to change it? And attitude really is a composite of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. Mm-hmm. And when, if you write, you know, if you want to write on a piece of paper, and, you know, if you, for those of you writing notes, at the top of the page, write your thoughts. Underneath that, write your feelings, and underneath that, write your actions. And if you were to circle these things, okay, inside of that circle represents your responsibility. This is your circle of responsibility. You are responsible for your thoughts. Now, consciously, the conscious mind, which is our thinking mind, we have the ability to accept, reject, or neglect any thoughts or ideas that come to us. We choose what we think about, whether it's positive or negative, okay? Those thoughts cause our feelings, okay? Those feelings are going to get expressed through our actions, through our behaviors, and those actions and behaviors produce our results. So 
we need to take a look at, and this is what we're talking about as far as what these athletes have to do on and off the field, you have to take responsibility for your attitude, which is your own thoughts, feelings, and actions. And most athletes are not doing that. They're doing irresponsible things. And, again, I mean, you can go through grade school, college, get an advanced degree, and you're never taught, again, how to think. You're taught what to think. So that's a real wow. big concept of what I do and is really teaching these athletes how to think. I mean, thinking is the highest function we're capable of, hmm. yet we're never taught how to use it, how to, how to use our mind properly. Right. You, you know, I wanted to, um, and since we're on the topic of athletes and, you know, things that they've done wrong, I'm brought to remember the guy from Oregon, the, the running back, who at the end of the game he was upset that they lost and one of the other players, I think it was, I'm not sure, I think they were playing Boise State, but one of the other players from the other team started to heckle him a little bit, you know, because this kid had talked about how he was going to run all over their defense. And so he heckled him a little bit, and the kid got upset and punched the kid and, you know, punched him in his jaw and knocked him down. And, you know, to me, that's the that's the thing that I think is most discouraging about sports and about how some of our athletes they're taught to be so aggressive on the field but they're they haven't been taught how to you know turn it on and turn it off you know when i look at players like let's say like a emmett smith it's very rare that you saw emmett smith get into anything with anybody on the field you know you rarely saw him you know you know, back basically going back and forth with somebody, it was like, okay, next play, I'm going to do the same thing. Here I come. You know. Yeah, well, he he was able to control his emotions. He didn't allow those things, people taunting and doing these different actions, to to evoke an emotion in him that was going to be negative. And he decided to say, you know what, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to react. You know, because between stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space, you choose you, either you're going to react, which most people do, or you can respond appropriately. You know, being responsible, response-able, is able to respond appropriately. And you get a guy like that, Emmett Smith, you know, these top people, these top players that have been incredible role models. And that's really what these athletes have to understand, too, is you're a role model. You need to be a champion on and off the playing surface in every area of your life because you never know who you're affecting. And when you have people like that coming at you, he just lets his actions, which are positive, do the talking. And that's what athletes have to learn how to do is to just focus on who you're being. You know, and that's actually a really good exercise. You know, a couple questions you might want to write down is, you know, who am I being? And from who you're being, you know, what am I doing, which would be the next question. And then the last question is, what am I having? So we need to understand who we're being. If we're being someone who's cool, calm, collective, who, who has this emotional intelligence, these intellectual faculties and understanding of them and, and, know has to, and knows how to apply them properly, then we can start doing things to start producing what we want. And that's what's really been a challenge with what we're talking about is you have athletes who have learned how to do that, and most of them have not just picked these things up on their own. They've had a mentor or a coach or someone who has helped mm -hmm. them learn how to develop this, their mind and how to think and use it properly. You know, and the ones who are getting in trouble and doing negative things, doing negative actions, 
that's what they're attracting to themselves is negative results. So we say, who are we being? If I'm being someone who's negative, and I'm being someone who's distracted, and I'm being someone who's um, you know, maybe not so happy or depressed or disappointed, well, then the things that you're doing are going to be depressed and you're distracted in what you're doing and you're all of those things that I just mentioned. So what you're going to be having from that is the same thing. So whatever it is you're having in your life, whether it's positive or negative, is a reflection of who you're being and what you're doing. So we need to take a look at who we're being. And that, that sounds really simple. But, you know, when, you, when I ask people to do that exercise, it, you really have to get honest with yourself. And you really, start have to, you really have to start asking yourself, who am I really being? You know, am I excited? Am I happy? Am I satisfied? Am I, am I focused? You know, and because by being that and by being able to focus and eliminate this outside distraction and really look with, within to this deeper way of, of thinking, to this responsible way of thinking, taking control of your actions. Remember I mentioned that circle of influence, you know, taking control of your own thoughts, feelings, and actions. Anytime you go outside of that circle of responsibility, which most people do, you're playing the blame game. You know, look who's doing this to me. What, look what you made me do. They didn't make you do anything. You know, if you're going to point the finger and blame other people, if you're going to allow outside influence to make you sad, you know, happy, happy, sad, or glad, you know, you've been had. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You know, you made me think about I was talking with a youth group last week, and I told them that nobody can make you do anything that you don't want to do. And immediately some of the younger people said, well, my parents make me do stuff that I don't want to do. And I said, no, you have a choice. I said, you can choose not to do it, and you just have to suffer those consequences. But nobody can make you do anything. It's always your choice. Hey, Brian, you want to know what the real big challenge is with that? I'll tell you like a, a story about Bruce Lee, you know, the, martial, the great martial artist. He, um, he had some students that went to him, and they had asked him, you know, we want you to teach us, Master. We want you to teach us to be like you. We want to, we want to be, this goes back to who are you being. I want to be like you. I want to learn from you. You're the best. We want you to teach us. He says, well, come with me. He brings him into his dojo. He takes him into the back. He sits them all down. And on the table, he puts two glasses, one filled with water and one filled with Coca-Cola. Okay? And he says, you see this glass of Coca-Cola? This glass here represents your past and even current conditioning. You know too much. Now, your conditioning also referred to as like your paradigm or your habits. It's what we've been programmed to believe all of our lives from, through our five senses, and, you know, from, from our outside influence, from what we've been listening to and hearing all of our lives ever since we were a baby growing up. And he says, you know too much, I can't help you. You see this glass over here of water? This represents what you want, this clean, pure knowledge, this wisdom. But unless you're willing, unless you're willing to let go of that old and current conditioning you have. I can't give you this. So we have to learn, and actually we have to understand, that our current conditioning, okay, our habits, whether they're positive or negative, which majority of us have are carrying around a lot of negative habits that we want to get rid of and start producing positive habits, we have to let go of those old habits and start learning new habits, start reprogramming ourselves, okay, subconsciously, you know. See, Getting back, let me back up a little bit, you know, when we talk about that, you have 
when you think about the mind, you know, and you break that up into two parts, you've got your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, right? Mm-hmm. Consciously, we have the ability to accept or reject any thoughts that come to us, whether it's true or false. So if you, if you tell yourself a, a, a lie, okay, and you repeat that over and over again and impress it upon your subconscious mind, so your subconscious mind, your emotional mind, your feeling mind, it doesn't have the ability to reject. It can only accept what you impress upon it over and over again. So all of our lives here, we've had these impressions, whether it's a a thought, an idea, an image. You can't do this. You're not strong enough. You're not fast enough. You'll never start. You'll always be on the practice squad. Don't even try to do that. You don't have enough money. You tried that before. Don't you remember that you failed? You didn't. You couldn't do it before. You see, we have been falsely led to believe that the results that we achieve in our lives is a reflection of our potential. And it's not. You know, it's just that, you know, you have these temporary defeats. See, that's what it is. You're not a failure unless you accept yourself as a failure. These are temporary defeats. And the only reason why you may have gone through some temporary defeat is you just didn't have an understanding at that time on how to get through it and be successful. Now, an understanding comes from knowledge. So it's not that you don't have the potential to succeed. You have the potential to achieve anything you want in your life, you know, as long as you're not violating the rights of other people. But... You have to go and tap into a source of knowledge, source of information. Go to an expert. Go to someone or, or get some knowledge that's going to give you the understanding to where, you know what, I, I may have not done it that time. Or maybe I'm not the starting running back right now, but I promise you this. I am going to tap into the knowledge and get an understanding of what I need to do, how to direct my mind, how to use my mental muscles. Now think about this. Think about this. Everybody or I'll just say the majority of people are so focused on the physical, okay? We have over 200 muscles in the physical body, okay? And everybody's focused on creating stability, strength, and power to perform optimally in the physical plane. So I don't even have to, obviously I can't ask because we have just listeners tonight, but if I were able to ask them and get a response, you know, there's going to be definitely people listening right now that take a, a strong interest in their physical appearance, they go to the gym, they train two or three times a week, you know, you maybe do yoga, maybe you do Pilates, maybe, you know, you bike or you cycle. You do all these different things for the physical. You know, and I'm just talking about physical training because you could take that to a whole new level thinking about what kind of car I drive, how much money. I mean, it's all physical, physical, physical. We need to start looking at the, the spiritual this, or this unseen power, okay? And... When we talk about that, that's when these six intellectual faculties come into play. We have these six mental muscles, okay, where when you learn how to use them, when you can understand them, and let's just write these down, and these are in no particular order, but these are your six intellectual faculties, and we can go into detail on these maybe on some other shows, but the, the first one, again, this is in no particular order, but the first one is perception, the second one is will, the third one is imagination, the fourth one is intuition, the fifth one is memory, and the sixth one is reason, okay? Perception, will, imagination, intuition, reason, and memory. Those are your six mental muscles. Now, you may have heard those terms, those words before, but you certainly have not learned how to develop them, how to use them. Who's teaching you how to think? And when you can start learning how to use those, what? and here's a question, what are, are you going to the mental gym, to the mental club, to the mind club on a regular basis? Are you training those mental muscles daily, three times a week, four times a week? How, I mean, if we could see a show of hands right now, who's developing and training their mental muscles? It would be very, very slim. 
Mm-hmm. So we need to start tapping into this unseen power, this intellectual mind. Yes, we need to understand that your body, okay, your physical body and everything physical is a manifestation of your mind. Your, your body is just, an, is just an instrument of the mind. Your body follows the mind. The mind has a thought, okay, whatever it accepts or rejects. So here you accept the thought, I'm going to be the starting quarterback of the, let's say, the Miami Dolphins, okay? I have that thought. Now, that thought to me is a positive one. And that thought causes me, my thoughts cause my feelings, and that causes me to feel positive. Now, that positive feeling is going to be expressed through my actions. So now my actions are going to be positive. So the results I'm going to get is I'm going to be the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Now, I may not know how I'm going to be the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, and I don't have to know how. That's the man upstairs' responsibility. I just have to know why. I just have to know why I want to be the starting quarterback. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know why I'm going to do it, and this is why I'm going to do it, and it's definite. And I'm doing it regardless of what anybody else says that I can or I cannot do. I can do what I say I can do. Now, you have to be real careful with the people that you listen and follow. This is where we go back to what influences us from the outside is you really need to be careful with, you know, whoever you're going to be listening to, whoever you're going to be following, you want to make sure that they're going to lead you in the direction of your goal. They're going to be leading you to the direction in your dream. You know, law of polarity says, you know, you, you know whether the front, there's a back, whether there's a right, whether there's a left. If, if you're here on this highway, you try to imagine this. So here's imagination. Now we're using our intellectual faculty of imagination. So imagine a, f- a highway, a freeway. And there's no one on it. See, most people want to take the freeway that everybody's on. That's, that's where everybody's at. It's just, I'm comfortable here. This is what I'm used to. But there's a freeway with the idea of what it is that you want to do, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to be a starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, whatever it is you want to do. And if you have the courage to step over to that freeway, there's no one on it. It's just a freeway. You'll find that as soon as you start moving in that direction, all the right people, all the right places, all the right circumstances, the environment, everything will start to just come to you. The moment you make that committed decision to go and step on that road and start moving in the goal of your direction, the universe conforms to that decision. But we have to get really clear on what our purpose and our vision is. So that way when we have people come to us or we overhear a conversation or whatever it may be, we can make a distinction really quick. Is this person going to lead me or what I'm hearing going to lead me or what I'm following going to lead me to the direction of where I want to go? Because if I'm on this freeway and I'm heading this way, and I have all these little exits off the, off the freeway. And here I am, I'm running along this freeway, and next thing you know, I have a buddy of mine or a coach or a peer, someone who I work with or whoever it might be, and I say, hey, Michael, come check this out, man. I want you to come see what I'm doing. I'm going over here, and next thing you know, I pull off the exit, and I'm listening. Okay, let me see what you got. Now, as long as that exit turns up and his road is running parallel to mine and he's leading me and working with me towards my end in mind, hey, I'm all for it, man. Mm-hmm. But if I get off that exit, and he starts taking me south when I'm heading north, I better pick up on that real quick. Otherwise, he's going to be heading me in the wrong direction. And who knows how long I'm going to be on that road for. Do I have the emotional intelligence to take control of my mind and put it back on course and say, hey, hey, listen, man, I really appreciate what you're showing me. and I, I, I want you to be successful. I want you to prosper. I support you. I'm behind you every single step of the way. And if you, if you need my guidance or you want to talk to me or 
whatever it might be, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. But you know what? I have to go this way. So I'm going to go that way because that's my direction. But you're not going to lose connection. You can give me a call or whatever it may be. But you get back on track and you move in the direction that you want to go. And that's what I do. It's put people on their path. You tell me what you want. I'll show you how to get there. You know what, Michael? Uh, this is great. A lot of people, they, they hear you. A lot of people, um, they start out saying, this is what I'm going to do, exactly the way that you said it, and they, they set their goals and they're going to do this thing. But somewhere uh, between their dream happening and, 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 and taking uh, root and coming to fruition, uh, patience, their patience starts to wear thin. And I think uh, if you can elaborate on this as far as waiting, I think that's the hardest thing because of a lot of us, when we're right at the door, we give up on our dreams. We give up on the things that we say that we're fighting for. So what can we do to to know that the man upstairs is honoring uh, our request and to keep us on track and so that we can um, just stay at it until it happens? Uh, I want you to write this sentence down. And this is a sentence that you should read over and over and over again. The process of creation works outside of time. And I'll explain this. The process of creation works outside of time. Every one of us wants instant gratification. I want it now. I don't want it next week. I don't want it tomorrow. I don't want it next month or ten years from now. I want it right now. And I'm not happy unless I have it right now. Well, you know what? The process of creation works outside of time. It might happen next week. It might happen in 10 minutes. It might happen in 10 years. And this is where you have to get clear on what your purpose, what your vision, and what your goals are. See, most people are waking up every day, reacting to whatever life brings to them, tiptoeing, tiptoeing safely to their death. I want you to wake up and live your life. I want you to understand that you have the freedom to do whatever it is that you want to do. Just don't hurt anybody in the process. So if you get clear on your purpose, I know what my purpose is. My purpose, again, is what Brian had mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's to enable people to really understand and make them more capable of achieving whatever it is that they want to achieve in their life. I know what my purpose is. I know my why. I know why I get up every day. It's on purpose. And it's very, very clear to me what I am doing. I know why I have to wake up. I have a wife and three beautiful little kids that I have to support and provide for. And I'm fighting. And if there's anybody who can tell you fight, that's a whole other story. It's my story, my life story, what I've gone through to go where I'm going. Because we all face this challenge, this opponent. And I love talking about the opponent, which goes with what, along with what you're talking about, Greg. Is We have this opponent in the... The opponent doesn't come to you dressed in a guard suit. The opponent comes to you as your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or your friend or your coach or your or whoever. It could be anybody. It could be anything. It could be media. You can hear something on the radio, the news, the TV. The opponent, okay, is going to do everything in its power to try to trip you up, to try to see what it's going to take to make you quit. But here's the secret. The opponent has no power over you except the power that you give it. So think about you have two wolves living inside of you. One wolf 
is peace, happiness, fulfillment, loving, caring, sharing, giving, motivating, empowering, inspiring, supportive. The other wolf is chaos, suffering, and pain. Greedy, selfish, envious. All these negative things. So you ask, if they're at a fight constantly, they are always at war. Well, then who wins the war? Whichever one you feed. If you feed that wolf of love, peace, happiness, then that's what you're going to get. You have to be that person, and you have to get real clear on what is my purpose? Why am I getting up today? I know what my purpose is. I can see it. I can imagine it. I can feel it. And because I'm so clear on it, because I see it so clearly, when someone comes to me or something comes to me from the outside, whatever the universe is going to come to try to tackle me down or trip me up, I can, I can say, you know what? This is just a challenge that's coming to me. And we all go through challenge and opposition. We all even go through some misfortune. But here's the thing. Anytime you go through difficulty, whenever difficulty comes, challenge, opposition, okay, you want this now, but it's not happening now, that challenge right there is your opportunity to grow. The most light is revealed through that darkness, through that challenge, through that opposition, through that sometimes misfortune. But you have two options when that happens, and this is what we're talking about. When you have challenge and opposition that comes to face you, you have option A, which is, I am going to burst through this. I am going to step through this, and I am going to grow through this and become the man I'm supposed to be or the woman I'm supposed to be. And you know what? It's coming to me to help me grow so that way I can go out and share with other people these experiences to help them grow. Option B is I'm going to step back into safety. And most people step back into safety. Let me go in the house. I got the bars up. This is where I feel safe and I'm cozy here and I, I just don't. I think about it this way too. You have what we call an X factor. An X factor will represent your current conditioning. Okay? All, all of your current and, and your past and current conditioning. Y factor is the new idea. You have a new idea that comes to you. You want to start something. You have a dream. You have a goal. I really want this. Do you really want it? Do you really, really want it? Do you have a burning desire for it? And if you do, okay, then you have to get clear and say, you know what? I do not need to be afraid. I do not need to stay and stay in this little safety net because, you know what, I, I'm not going to grow here. I'm just waiting here to die. I'm not living at all. You're hiding like a shell. You're hiding like a turtle in a shell. That's not living at all. Have the courage to step up and grow through the challenge and opposition and understand that the more challenge and opposition that comes to you, the more uncomfortable you can be, the more you know you're on your path. Get uncomfortable. This makes me uncomfortable. Good. It's pushing you to grow. And this is where you have to get yourself around a mastermind alliance like Napoleon Hill talks about in Law of Success or Think and Grow Rich. You have to put yourself around people who will support you and guide you. You have to be real careful who you share your dreams with because there's a lot of dream killers out there. Oh, yeah. 
And you may share your dreams with someone, and they may not intentionally try to kill your dream because they think they know what's best for you, and maybe they're telling you what they're telling you because they think they know what's best for you, and it's out of good intentions, but at the same time, it's killing you. You have to put yourself around people and share your dream with people that you know it's going to be safe with. Because if you share your dreams with people that you know it's safe with, they're going, you're going to create an energy. You're going to create such an energy, such a thought frequency that is just such at a higher level that that is going to lift you to the highest mountain. The, the, the limits are, are endless. I mean, it's, there's no limits except the limits you put on yourself. And yes, you need to have individual effort to be successful, to achieve your goals, but you're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself if you think that you can achieve your goals all alone. Get with a coach, get with a mentor, get with professionals, get with teammates, get with people. Surround yourself with people who are success conscious, who are want who want to, okay, lovingly and wanting to encourage, support and guide you along your path. That right there is going to take care of what you were just talking about as far as how do I get over this fear? And S E A R fear stands for false evidence appearing real. It's not real. Fear comes knocking on the door, faith opens it, and lo and behold, there's no one there. You know, 97% of the stuff that that you worry about doesn't even come to pass. Absolutely true. I want to give out your website real quick, but I wanted to say I have another one for fear, and I heard this at at a conference, and it just cracked me up. The guy says that fear means forget everything and run. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but I want to give out your website. It's coachmichaelcooper.com. It's coachmichaelcooper.com. And there's another interesting thing about Mr. Cooper. He has a giveaway. And if you'd like to tell him a little bit more about the giveaway, you can go right ahead and do that now. Yeah, and what I'd like to do is, for for anybody who's listening in tonight who, who has an interest, you know, there's only a a circle of influence of people that I can capture. And for those of you that I'm capturing, if you're interested, you can email me at results at coachmichaelcooper.com. That's results at coachmichaelcooper.com. And in the subject line, just put abundant solutions. And then give me a, the best way to contact you. And what I'll do is I will email you a success profile. It's 75 questions that will really help you make a clear distinction of your strengths and weaknesses. And it has the answer key and everything right on it. So, I mean, this is something you can do on your own and and really start to become aware of where you need to start working to improve. And for anybody listening tonight, not only will I send that to you, you know, um, I'll also give you a free coaching session where I will actually go through that assessment with you. Now that's for tonight. Yeah, that's for tonight only. So until midnight, let's let's say until midnight tonight. Whoever can, whoever contacts me from now till midnight, we'll go ahead and I'll, I'll honor that. That's all right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, Brian, I, uh, we also have some callers on the line. And callers, just hang on. After this question, uh, Brian, we can go to the callers. And Mike, if you feel comfortable, we could do that. Absolutely. Good. Good. You know, Mike, you have some pretty. Um, 
high-powered uh, businessmen that I see you're doing work with. Uh, you want to uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I'm, I'm partnered with Bob Proctor, which a lot of you may know him from the movie The Secret. I'm licensed and certified as one of his life success consultants. I work with life success consultants. And um, that's a company that's really geared towards uh, coaching and seminars, and there's programs there alone that um, there's really not too much on the planet that, that comes close to to programs that are there to help you develop these intellectual faculties and 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 really achieve the goals that you want in life. Um, some of them, you know, you have the Goal Achiever Program, Success Puzzle, Winner's Image. Um, you know, there's there's some really powerful programs there. And I'm also partnered with Brian Tracy, which a lot of people in the business world may know who he is, um, world-renowned speaker and author. Bob Proctor's world-renowned speaker and author too. And um, but with Brian Tracy, I'm one of the founding members of iLearning Global, and you can check out iLearningGlobal.tv. And really, what that is, it's an online learning platform where you have access to the top coaches, speakers, trainers from around the world. They have an audio theater, a video theater, an e-brary. I mean, if you're into personal growth and development, that's a membership that you're going to want to have, so that way you have access to this information that can help develop you in any area of your life. And that's iLearningGlobal.tv. Yeah, the letter I and then LearningGlobal.tv, iLearningGlobal.tv. Awesome. Brian, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Sound like someone sound like we got disconnected. No, he's uh are you still here, Mr. Cooper? I'm with you. Okay, okay. good, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um let's go ahead and go to some of the callers. Let's find all right, I gotta refresh the switchboard here. Give me a second. While we're yeah. waiting. <laughs> Actually, Greg, can you access the switchboard? I think my no, there we are. Okay, I have one. Uh, let's go to the eight one three number. Eight one three, you are live on the Abundant Solutions Hour. Eight one three. I think I think a lot of them are just listening, Brian. I, I think with with the information that he's giving out right now, I don't know if everybody's just overwhelmed or what, but um, okay, Mike, you. You, you, we know that you work with a lot of athletes. We, we, we know that. But do you work with people in the um, uh, business field or the workplace? Do you have anything set for them, or will your program work for them? Absolutely. You know, my primary focus is on athletes, coaches, the athletic arena, but I also work with the corporate arena too. Well, pretty much every arena. I mean, if you have a pulse, call me. <laughs> Mike, mm-hmm. also, I, I want to ask you this, too. Um, we were watching the Florida and Alabama games just this past weekend. And, yeah. and, and and I want to talk about uh, Tim Tebow and the success he's had coming out of high school and in college. And from from what I see, there's no other place for him to go but, but down, it seems like. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But the success he's had right now, um, I, I just don't see that carrying over to the NFL and happening right away. Do you think he'll be able to handle that? Do you think he's mentally prepared? Or do you think the coaches or his parents are mentally prepared to, 
tell him that, okay, this is not probably not going to happen the way that the success that you've had is probably not going to happen that fast, or it may not even happen at all. Do you think he can deal with that? You know, Tebow is another living example of a a leader, a true champion. I mean, this is a young man who, I mean, he just won the prestigious Campbell Award as the nation's top scholar athlete, which is referred to as the academic Heisman. You know, and now that's actually, you know, he had said, you know, that that award means much more to him because it's not just how you play on the field, but it's more importantly what what you do off the field. You know, it's it's not about what you do in the classroom; it's what you do about off the field in the community. And he's a guy who has the emotional intelligence. You know, and one of the things I want to kind of tie in to that a little bit is a lot of people have been talking about, you know, him crying on the sideline, and. I don't, that wasn't necessarily more of him crying because of his performance on the field that night. I, I think that what I believe is he was just expressing his feelings and emotions of, hey, my college career, this is it. You know, I've been really enjoying the ride. I'm really going to miss this sort of feeling. And I think that he is more than capable of stepping up to the professional ranks. The guy's a leader. The guy's a champion. He knows how to direct his emotions. He got knocked out of the game and was back on the field the next game He's a winner, and he has a lot of challenge and opposition that has come his way, and because of his faith and because of his, his again, his ability to direct his mind to ends of his own choosing, he can achieve whatever he wants, and he knows that. And I think going into the next level of play, I'm not sure who's surrounding him okay, as far as his mentors or coaches, but I can only imagine that they're top-notch people because He's a top-quality guy. So I think that he's going to be able to do just fine and make the adjustments, you know, going up into that level and adapt. And what he'll need to understand, which I'm sure he probably will, and I I don't know, definitely not, but I I think he will, is, again, the process of creation works outside of time. So here I am. I want to go into the NFL. I want to be a starting quarterback somewhere. And I'm I'm hotsy-totsy. I'm Tim Tebow. You know, and I don't think his ego is in the way. And that's what is that's what is on his side. I think he's a very humble, um, uh, very grateful and thankful type of a guy from what I have seen of him so far. And I think that him going into that next step, I, I, I really do think he'll handle it well. Okay. And also, I, I wanted you to, um, for the, on the college level and the high school level, uh, when you're given an opportunity to go in and speak, what will you bring to the table that the coaches will say, you know what, we need to bring him back? I need to write a letter and suggest that he that that another university bring this Mr. Michael Cooper in, so he can speak to the kids and speak to the coaches and to the parents as well. What will you bring in um, that's beneficial to any program that allows you to come in and speak? Well, it's a matter of learning these life skills. They don't teach you life skills in school. You have to go out and get them on your own. And me going into an environment like that, one of the main things that I truly love to do, especially with a team like that in an organization, whether it's right right now you're referring to college, but it could be any organization, sales, business, it doesn't matter. I love starting and really going through the exercise of the purpose, vision, and goals. So what I want to do is I want to find out what is the team's purpose? 
And what is your purpose for all of you coming here and showing up? What, what is your purpose? And what is your vision? See, the clearer we can get, again, going back to that purpose and the vision, the easier it makes it to set goals that align with that purpose and that vision. And a really interesting process happens when you start going through this purpose, vision, and goals exercises. Not only are you working on it as a group, as a team, but you're really going through it also as an individual. And a lot of times you may find people, and this has happened, where you may have an individual on your team, and I'm sure there's people listening now who own companies that probably are thinking in the back of their mind, you know, there's definitely some people in your organization who probably don't belong there. They're just taking up space. And as long as those people are taking up space, you're not creating an opening for the people who harmonize with your purpose and your vision to be there. So it's almost like you're at the front door of the building saying, come on, guys. Let's go. This is what we want to do. Let's go. Let's go. When all along at the back of the door, the people who harmonize with your purpose and vision are looking in and saying, hey, man, let him go. You know, I'm here. I'm the one who harmonizes with your purpose and vision. So it makes it really clear for athletic directors and recruiters when they're going out and speaking to, you know, high school athletes to bring them on to their, you know, bring them into their school, you know, using this as an example is when the schools are, when the athletic department is really clear in what their purpose and their vision is as a whole and the teams have their purpose and their vision, it's, it makes it easier for you to attract the right types of players into your program because mm-hmm. you'll bring somebody in for an interview and you'll talk with them. You bring them in on a, on a college visit and because you're clear on your purpose and your vision, you'll know right away whether this person harmonizes with your core values, with your purpose and vision or not. So it makes it really easy to say, you know what, that's not somebody we want to offer you know, a scholarship to or bring them onto the team. This other person is. So that's, what, that's, that's a real important factor, component that I bring to that table. Awesome. Nice, nice. You know, I want to also, um, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show. I want you to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the other things you do now, as I read here about you, of course, because, you know, we have to know a little bit about the guests that we bring on, I'm very intrigued with the information you sent us about what you do. So, real briefly, can you just give us an idea of what does it mean to be a certified life success consultant? What that means is, at a at a at a young age, I went on a path, on a journey, and I've always been involved with staff development and training through companies that I've owned and operated or managed. Um, I've really been big on personal growth and development. And a couple years ago, I, I came across. I was looking at some different opportunities for me. I wanted to be able to share what I do with others in a professional arena. And I came across Bob Proctor and Life Success Productions, and I started to look into what they stand for, what their purpose is, which is helping people go from where they are in their life to where they want to be. And that's what I'm all about. And that harmonized with me. And I was at a, I was at a, 
an iLearning Global event in Phoenix, and I'm downstairs and getting ready for the coffee shop to open, and, you know, Starbucks are open at 7 a.m. I walk in, and a minute after I walk in, I was the first one to walk in the door, here comes Paul Martinelli walking in behind me, who's one of my mentors. And Paul Martinelli, I hear him talking, he's talking about how he's from Florida, so I turn around and I said, hey, Paul, you know, Michael Cooper, and I know all about Life Success Consultants and what you do, and, you know, at the time, Paul was the president of Life Success Productions, and I, I hear you're from Florida. He's like, well, yeah, I live in Florida. I live in Palm Beach. I'm like, well, that's great. And my mom lives over in Palm Beach. He goes, well, my mom lives in Naples, and that's where I'm living. So it's pretty funny. We had a connection. And I walked with him for 30 minutes, and he had a profound impact on my life. And he shared with me a lot of the concepts I'm sharing with you. And the purpose of me being a life success consultant is really that, being able to consult people to life success. And this information that is coming to you, and this is another thing that I really help people understand, is we have a duality. We're receivers and givers. And we receive every day. We receive all the time. Like right now, all of you listening are receiving this information from me. Mm-hmm. Now you have two choices. You can receive for the sake of yourself alone. This is mine. Me, me, me. It's all mine. I'm putting it into the treasure chest. I just learned so much from this guy, and this is, I, I'm keeping this for me, man. That's selfish. The purpose of us receiving is for the sake of sharing it with other people. So this information has come to me as far as life success consultants and what I'm learning with Brian Tracy and I learning global and just my continual study on the mind and how to improve ourselves and life. And what I've gone through on a personal level, which I'd love to tell that story one of these days, you know, obviously it would be another call. Um, that is what has led me to be who I am because I've experienced a lot of the things that people go through. I can relate to what people go through. And I have the patience. And I have the understanding. The knowledge has come to me, okay, from the universe for the purpose of going through me to each and every one of you. Awesome. Well said words. Well said words. You know, right quick, let's go ahead and give out the website again. We got uh, about five minutes left in the show. It's CoachMichaelCooper.com. And also, Mr. Cooper, you gave out an email address, and I want to get that one again for our listeners. It's results at CoachMichaelCooper.com. All right. Results. At CoachMichaelCooper.com. Okay. Also, you're a founding partner with Brian Tracy, and of the iLearningGlobal.tv. And so, go to www.iLearningGlobal.tv as well. Brian, we're, right. we're, I'm, I'm <laughs> Michael. I'm getting uh, messages from uh, people on Facebook. They're asking for part two because this session was just too short. <laughs> I also want to remind uh, I also want to throw out there again That, that giveaway you Yes, know, the giveaway yeah, There's a You know, opportunity comes knocking on the door You know, you have to Take advantage of opportunities that come to you And that's an incredible opportunity even, I mean, if, even if you don't contact me You don't want the free session For me to consult you through the assessment And you just want to do the assessment on your, on your, uh, For yourself it's well worth the, uh, the 
30 seconds it's going to take to shoot me an email with abundant solutions in the subject line and then in there just write I'd like to receive the assessment and I'll shoot that to you in email. Now give me some time, maybe 24, 48 hours to, uh, to get that out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, awesome. Okay, in my notes, <laughs> because we have time left, I missed one of the mental, you said we had six mental muscles. We have perception, perception, will, will, imagination, imagination, intuition, intuition, reason, reason, and memory. Memory. Okay, the one that I didn't get. <laughs> and that could be another show where we can really discuss those in detail. I mean, that will create some major breakthroughs in people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I'm going to look up these words for myself and sort of qualify them for myself because I, I I like to take really good notes and so as I was going through my notes I was like okay if he says it one more time I got it <laughs> <laughs> and then you said uh, your thoughts your feelings and your actions equal your attitude uh, yeah you're, you're that's what, see one thing people uh, let me go through that real fast so mm-hmm. people can understand that connection so you, if you have a piece of paper you write your thoughts Okay, your thoughts, okay, the thoughts that you choose to accept or reject, okay, whether they're positive or negative, constructive or destructive, you choose your thoughts. Those thoughts cause your feelings, okay? Your thoughts cause your feelings. So if you have positive thoughts or negative thoughts, it's going to create positive or negative feelings. Those feelings get expressed through your actions your behaviors. So if you're having positive thoughts, it's going to cause you to feel positive. It's going to cause you to act positive. And those actions and behaviors are going to produce your results. So if you're not happy with the results that you're achieving in your life right now, you have to take a look at what are you thinking about all day long? Because over the last 6,000 years of recorded history, all the great scientists and philosophers and thinkers, and you know, they've all agreed upon one point, which is we ultimately become what we think about. That's so true. Now, that's true. And one one little thing I wanted to add in there, too, if I will, is I want to really, you know, my passion is, is to work with athletes and coaches and men and women of all arenas. Okay, so it's not just athletes and coaches. But the one thing I want to really clarify is working with me will certainly be the most challenging yet rewarding experiences of your life. And the reason I say challenging is because the information that I will share with you, the coaching programs and the coaching system that I will share with you, a lot of it goes against what you've been programmed to believe your whole life. You're going to be tapped into information that is just going to create some woes. And it, it, it's a challenge. It's real tough. But if you're willing, okay, to step up with that courage, step through that fear barrier, step through that that little fence or the gate or wall or whatever it is or that person who's holding you back and say, you know what, I have the courage to do this. And I'm going to do this and I know that I'm going to take, I'm going to take you by the hands and I'm not just going to tell you, but I'm going to show you and I'm going to walk with you step by step every step of the way until you're leading the life you want to be living. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, so we are almost out of time. I just want to uh, take an opportunity to say thank you again for joining us. And we're definitely going to have to have you back because we got to get all the information in those six mental muscles. That's, that's going to definitely be another great show. 
And with that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight. We ask that you come back and join us again on next Wednesday as we'll have another wonderful and exciting and informative show for you. Good evening. God bless you all, and good night.